Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What? Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. I'm, no, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now. I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey. This is Jimmy Farrell from Monty and the Farrell, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel. But I wanna ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty Farrow, only seen here out of Indie Music TV, straight out of Ronkonkoma, Long Island. Jared, I, the board, Jared? How's it going? How'd you like those interviews on Friday, the great Ronnie Garvin and Tommy Wildfire Rich? They were awesome. 
Tommy Wildfire Rich couldn't t- stop talking about you. I went and saw him on Sunday. What? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. He's okay. like, I love that kid, Jared. That guy's the greatest producer ever. I swear <laughs> to God. He went, I'm, I'm not. You think I'm kidding. I think he's just yeah, sucking up to Jared. He wanted, I'm sorry, Jared. I think he's just sucking up to Jared because he wanted to go hang out with him and his youngins, his young girlfriends. And his young girlfriends? I don't know. He just was like, this guy's the greatest producer of all time. <laughs> And I said, wildfire, I don't know what to say to you. So, you know, Farrow, Jared, don't put down the mic yet. I need you to weigh in. What? So I invited Farrow to dinner Saturday night with Sunny Beach and Tony Atlas at a very fine dining restaurant. And Farrow overslept. (laughs) Thoughts on that one? Go ahead, Jared. Tell me. That's tough. That's tough. And they they served us, uh, (laughs) they served us, uh, what is that? What is that high? Don Perignon, Don Perignon. And stuff like that. Yeah, they brought Don Perignon well, you know, to the, the table. You didn't omit one little thing that might have caused me to maybe at least set the alarm. And I found out about it the next day in classic Monty fashion. What's that? It's a YouTube video with Tony Atlas. You forgot to mention it was for Tony Atlas's birthday. That would have made a difference. Next, I might have been like, I don't want to miss the birthday. I might have set the alarm. I might have not drank those extra bottles of whiskey the night before. Well, there you go. Uh, I mean, uh, drinking yeah. whiskey alone or partying with the boys. <laughs> want to mention Chris Lee? Drinking Thank you. Alone. Eleven months as a member. Chris from Australia. How yeah. are you, buddy? What is up, Chris? Jason in the house. Stingers in the house. R.J. Roy in the house. ESO nice. Creative in the house. Who was at Madison Square Garden? Oh man, lucky. He actually called me, filled me in. He lucky. said it was lucky. unbelievable. Mm. The crowd was off the hook. He I said. I would have loved to have seen it. Not what other people were saying, which is surprising me because other- it looked like a very wild crowd. I think Wh- other people. Donna Barbara. Hey, hey, brother. Uh, a mess in the house. PJ, how are you? Um, glad to have you all on a Thursday. What is up, one and all? One up? and all. Yeah. Farrow, your thoughts about Ronnie Garvin and Wildfire Tommy Rich? Well, Tommy Rich, if like he lived locally, I'd probably be hanging out with him every weekend. You know, I don't know what Mrs. Rich would think about that, but he'd probably be like, can I go out with the Farrow? Just for a few minutes. Like if you were like, you know? you'd say you're like, hey, Tommy, let's let's get, let's get make a date. I'm going to come see you tomorrow. Let's make a date? Well, it's not that kind. But you know what I mean. Like I'm going to come see you tomorrow. And Tommy's like, yeah. that would be fine, Farrah. I can't yeah. wait to see you. I can see that. And then you'd yeah. sleep. And, and then I'd fall asleep. You'd right. oversleep if he'd right. be like, where are you, Farrah? It's my birthday, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. And Ronnie Garvin, totally love Ronnie Garvin. Uh, even though he tortured me as a kid with Valentine, I really, really like Ronnie Garvin very much. Nice man. Very cool. Who wrote in Barney Rubble? That's mean. Did you see that? You didn't see that comment? No. Somebody called Ronnie Garvin, the WCW world champ, Barney Rubble. I'm like, that. I never saw the... Do you see any... Uh... Yeah, it's a little Barney Rubble. Not that he looks like... not. I don't think yeah, so. I think so. It's really? A, that's, a, that's a compliment, dude. It's pretty funny. It's a compliment. He was built like... Barney Rubble was built. Oh, dude, I would have messed with Barney Rubble. A little no. pit bull. That's it. Hey, Fred. <laughs> Sad news, Farrow Second Family accuses Sesame Place of discrimination against black child. What? Uh, a theme park, Sesame Place, has come under heavy criticism following a viral video showing a costume character appearing to ignore two black girls. What? Now another family is making a similar allegation. Oh, Earlier this month, a video of an actor in a Rosita, I don't know who Rosita is, I don't know who Rosita costume, is either. Could be high-fiving kids and parents, but waving off two black girls. What? what? Are you picturing this? Yeah, yeah. Imagine being a little kid and there's the Mr. Peanut or something. Hey, Mr. Peanut! He's like, hey, what's up, what's up? All right, you two, get away from me. Life-altering. Are you kidding me? Life-altering. You know what the worst part is, though? 
All right. I'm going to go a little deep. You, you bring up this crazy stuff. So, okay. Stay, bear with me on this one. Go ahead. When you apply for... This is why I almost feel like it's not Sesame Place's fault. It's the lunatic that, that, that did this. Like, for example, when you're getting an interview to work at Sesame Place, do you really think they ask you, so, how do you feel about Jews? You understand what I'm saying? Like, someone here is clearly not being cool at all when it comes to color of skin, and I don't even know how you're supposed you know, to... Wait a minute. Do you think they think we're being a little bit... So... Did I ever tell you this story? Can I show you a story? I think that I the person you... should be held responsible, but I'm not sure but, that the theme but, park asks on. you how you this feel about every going, background. This type of stuff has been going on this is forever weird. and ever and ever, and this it's not true. just a black and white this thing. This is awful. I'll share, I'll share a story with you guys. Maria Davis, the first lady of wrestling in the house. Good to see you. Phil, what how are you, buddy? Good hey to there, see Mr. you. Phil. What up? Don't forget, guys. Uh, Marty Jannetty in next Thursday. First appearance of Marty Jannetty, I think, yeah. in a very long time. Better up. Um, so I'll tell you a quick story. Yeah. So Farrow and I went to a school which was called John Glenn High School. Yes. And our junior high was what? Elwood Junior High School. Thank you. I'm sorry about it. I couldn't remember that. That's okay. I think so they changed at the name Elwood, anyway. At Elwood Junior High, there mm-hmm. used to be a show yeah. called Wonderama. It was on Channel 5 here in New York, and I believe the host was... Bob McAllister. Bob McAllister. Very good. Yep. Very good. Yep. Channel 5. And by the way... Yep. Uh, Back in the day. By the way, Jared was 70s. at the new Wonderama in the city. What? Um, yeah. He was... He Jared was, went he, to the new Wonderama? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had Nicolette performing. Oh, wow. So what was it? Like, what Very was cool. it? A bunch of kids? Or, like, fill me in. Yeah, it was in Times Square. There was a bunch of people... Uh, sitting on those steps that are there. Okay. And there were some kids, like, right by the stage. Very cool. So, nice gig. Different from the one drama that Jared just appeared at. Way different. Was that there was a, a game show for kids, mm-hmm. and they used to call you up, and then uh, yes. I forget the whole premise, but then you would pick a thing, and if snakes came out, you didn't get prizes. You're, you're, if right. you picked a prize, you could go to another prize, but you had to open up a can if sure. it had snakes, blah, sure. blah, blah. Sure. So, one drama came to Elwood Junior High. Amazing. Where and was I for this? Go yeah, on. There was a kid named, remember, Michael Winters, right? Sure. Michael Winters and I went to this, and here I am, a young kid, and I've got this sweater on, and I'm all excited. I'm at Wonderama. Wackadoo, wackadoo. There you go. Go ahead. So here comes Bob McAllister. He's going to pick some kids. Uh-oh. Excited, right? You're oh, raising hands. Oh, you must have been freaking out. Yeah. So he points to me and Mikey Winters. Right. And Mikey Winters gets up, because he's pointing at him. Okay. Tells Mikey Winters to sit down. He goes, no, not you. The ugly kid. What? Which was me. This wasn't a televised event. This was a local live. This was a coming local to the, coming yeah, to the school. Yeah, but this wasn't on television, no. right? Wait, wait a second. Wait, was Pop there by any chance? No, no. Oh, this it's is... a good thing Pop wasn't there. But here you go. Because Bob McAllister would have gotten waka whapped. Well, here I am, do. a young guy, yeah. young kid, mm-hmm. and I've been marking my mind, I'm the ugly kid. Dude, that's horrible. Think about that. That's horrible. So this is no different. Until you met me and you knew better. Well. You were like, I'm not the ugly Now, you kid. always pulled the chair. Come you on. At the, the beginning, I looked like a chipmunk with braces. That worked. The girls said. But my whole point to you, Farrow, <laughs> is this. Throughout life, people have picked on children and made them feel like shit. Yes, that's it's true. It's how the kids recover from it. I think right. I recovered decently from it. Okay. If I ever ran into Bob McAllister, I would rip his throat <laughs> you, out. But, oh, you've recovered. <laughs> you know what I mean? But... But better already. Think, but oh. again, this is what happens in life. It's you know, it's, right. it's a sad story. Right. And but you know, I so does I Sesame don't. Place going back to the uh, you know who's response? Does Sesame Place themselves are they responsible for this idiot or is this idiot responsible? Well, first for, of all, maybe the or is everybody not responsible? defending the idiot? I'll go with whatever. It's works. pretty hard to see this in, a, in a costume, up. dude. Right. So maybe you didn't see the kids. That's 
okay. Is that a possibility? I guess, but what are you? And by the way, waving them off. I got to tell you too. We used to. If everybody remembers Chuck E. Cheese, Chuck. When we were in high school, Chuck E. Cheese used to go Chuck E. Cheese. What did that rat do to you? And they used to. Well, the problem is, no, that was even worse than Bob McAllister. (laughs) We'd go to Chuck E. Cheese, and there would be like people in costume, you know, and they were probably high school kids like we were. Probably. Right. Right. And That's a low-paying s- job being Chuck E. Cheese. Well, sometimes they were yeah. women in those costumes. Oh, okay. And they flirted with you while they're in the mouse costume. This, and at this particular one, I remember what? the mouse costume. And I'm flirting with the mouse. With the mouse? And, and this is going on for hours because it's like... You're flirting in- with a mouse for hours. It's intriguing. You don't know what they look like. Very interesting. Making sexual innuendo, innuendo is actually right. Costume Chuck E. Cheese, dude. dude. This is worse than Bob McAllister. When this what? bitch took that fucking mask off, green teeth, oh. as ugly as a tree stump. Worse. Is that what ha- it was worse than a tree it was stump. Worse. Tree stumps are pretty. So I think unsightly. I'd rather I'd rather get waved off by a costume person or called ugly by Bob McAllister than be investing hours in into sh- this mouse just wow. to find out. What you know, if that? I had been there, I would have advised against it in the first 20 minutes. But Why would you have? I'd be like, well, you're flirting with a mouse. What is wrong with you? Because it's something sexy about I was, someone I, in costume. I, my it factor would have been like, nope, there's something ugly. There's something what? I would have been like, there's something very ugly underneath that, that cover. And then you make a mistake. They take the mask off, and all of a sudden they look like, woof. Yeah, but you got Goldberg. Hi. Well, that's my life. You're next. That's my life. <laughs> <laughs> You're next. <laughs> what the fuck, That's my dude? life, dude. I guess. I guess. Stay more, away from cartoon and, and children's shows and costumes. Stay away, Mike. It doesn't work for you. More serious news. Kim Jong-un warns the U.S. and South Korea his nuclear war deterrent is ready. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un warned the United States and South Korea that his country would be willing to use its nuclear arsenal against them. Farrow. Oh, shut up, you little prick. Fuck off. I'm sorry. Here I go with the fucking bad words. This guy has been spouting his little fucking chest for how many years now, puffing himself out. I found it amazing how he behaved himself during the last uh, president's uh, term. That's probably because he knew he would get the shit kicked out of him. I mean, whatever. Whatever with this guy, you know? Do I get a little nervous that I'm not so sure we would know what the hell to do with him right now in his current state? Yeah, I do. Um... But, uh, look, the world, if, if he ever does anything stupid, which he's very capable of because he looks stupid, and he, and he says stupid things, and he acts stupid, so it's, it's obvious that I wouldn't trust him with his little toy. Uh, this is on the world, you know? Don't blame the United States at the end of the day if he starts pushing buttons at everybody. The whole world knows what this asshole's been playing with in his basement. You by, know? By so the do way, something about this fuck. By the way, a few comments. Phil says yeah. out there that the crowd in Warchester... Last night it's for AEW. We got to get that straight. I'm it's so Worcester because I, I one time back in high school I went up there to see the Grateful Dead. And someone said it's Worcester. Yeah, I knew it was like Worcester sauce. He said the AEW crowd was hot. Jimmy Fingers haven't seen him see in a that. while. Jimmy saying What's Jimmy, up, Jimmy? What's up, is starting Jimmy? to look like Fabio, Fabio with a healthy head of hair. Oh. I wonder if well, Monty ever gets jealous of it. No, no do I get jealous it. of the no. hair? No, I do. You do. I do. I would always you wish always I had. You always encourage me to grow it. I do. Which is interesting. If I, to if me. I could grow Thank hair, you. I would grow it down to my you ass. You would. Nice. Dude, you had, you had awesome hair back in the day, dude. It was a long time ago. Uh, I know, but it was awesome. It was. Go ahead. ESO says the Raw Live was better produced live than the edited TV version okay. by far. Okay. I can see that. Anyway. I can see that. If you didn't know it, that's Star Show, Mr. Jimmy Farrell with his Fabio hair. Yeah. 
I used coconut shampoo today for the first time. Yeah, so guys, he's been talking about he used coconut shampoo, and it smells wonderful. Doesn't it? Not bad. I'd like to thank the band that sings a theme <clears throat> song for Monty Nefaro, <clears throat> Jimmy Farrow, and his partner, Bart Griggs. Make up the band, Wisteria Hall. Bart, man! Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain. You could find their music on the... Wisteria Hall YouTube page, please hit that like and subscribe. The yeah. Wisteria Hall Spotify, on Spotify, yeah. Apple Music, and Reverb Nation. If you didn't know, you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro. Catch us on the Monty Nefaro YouTube page where we have over 2 million views. Which, hey. Wow. Very proud what of that. On earth? Very proud of that. Gotcha. Who would ever have thought? Not, and thanks to everybody Damn. who who stands behind us. We greatly appreciate it, and we really do mean that. Yes. The Monty Nefaro Facebook Live page here is on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, the Monty Nefaro Twitch TV page, Channel 115, every Tuesday in New York, 9.30 p.m., and Saturday at 11.30 p.m., and Channel 20 on Tuesdays at 1 a.m., where over 100,000 viewers are watching us weekly. We want to thank Amazon Music for adding us onto their channel, and also we'll be right back with tonight's show. Um, where we'll be covering a few different things. Uh, we are doing head-to-head. I know. But I, I saw. Didn't, I didn't cut video. I forgot. I got oh, you mean the intro? The intro, stuff? so we're going to have to go without an intro. Okay. But you have pictures, though, right? Yeah, we got pictures. All right, guys, we got a lot to cover. We'll talk to you in about a minute or so. We shall return. Hey folks, this is Wolfie D here, and if you are looking to buy or sell a home in Tennessee or Southern Kentucky, you're going to want to call my buddy, the rock star realtor, Benji Bowie. And you say, Wolfie, how do I get in touch with this rock star? Well, you can call him directly at 615-390-8216. You can go to his website, BowieHomes.com. That's B-U-I-E Homes.com. Or you can email him at BenBowie34 at gmail.com. B-E-N-B-U-I-E-34 at gmail.com. When you need a home, you need the Rockstar Realtor. Tell him Wolfie sent you. Benji is a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. That's right, folks. Canine Corral for all your dog daycare and overnight care. Call 631-549-1544. That's 631-549-1544. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Hmm. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Farrow, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. Jason's asking, have I been up to Saratoga this year? I have not. I plan on it, unfortunately. I don't want to get into it today. Is the horses? Is that what you're yes. talking about? Uh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. But I got a little bad medical news, and uh, you know, we'll talk about it later on when it becomes closer to that time. I'll announce to the fans what's going on. Okay. Um, CM Punk. Went oh. on to draw parallels of him walking out of the company in 2014 to Sasha Banks and Naomi. Um, I'm going to get down to the main part of it for you, Farrow. CM Punk on Vic, Vince McMahon's retirement. Do you think because he tweeted, I'm retired, he's not going to have his hands on it? I don't think the structure is there for change. I don't think the culture is there for change. I'll put it up to you like this. 
Mercedes, which we all know is Sasha Banks, and Trinity, which we all know is Naomi, leave, and they announce on SmackDown, gosh darn, we're so disappointed in them, and they really let our fans down. Brock splits, comes back. Obviously, I think he works the show, but where Michael Co- where's Michael Coe saying Brock really let down the fans? Thoughts on... Uh, well, well, this well, isn't a very uh, this isn't a very good point on his part because, and it's not a good comparison because when Sasha and Naomi walked out, they left. They didn't come back. Is he expecting Michael Cole while they're still trying to get Lesnar back for the very same show he walked out on? They want him to to. Are you fucking high, bro? Quit running your fucking mouth. Make some fucking sense. You're not going to do that. And on top of it, Lesnar came back the very same show. And kudos to Lesnar for showing some loyalty to Mr. McMahon. You know, kudos to him, too. Yeah. So, I mean, what the fuck? You know, CM Punk is always going to bitch. That's the bottom line. There's no, uh, you know, option for change. Are you kidding me? When Triple H takes over, which he is taking over, earth to fill, you know, I'm sure that Vince is going to let Triple H now at this point with the severity of what's going on. I think Triple H is going to be running shit, and I bet you a lot of people are fucking happy about it, Phil. Some people who might even be working in your company right now, Phil. So well, watch a lot of them come, he, come back because Triple say, H fucking treats people differently than Vince. He goes and on, there's no right or wrong here either. He goes on to you say know? how Sasha and Naomi have bigger balls than anybody else. But to your point, Phil says this to you. There's people that talk about it and there's people that do it. The yeah. people that lick the boots and have the audacity to go on live TV and say that they're about those two women fucking cowards and bootlickers. That shit's ridiculous. Why didn't they do it for, Bro- for Brock? He's just hopping on the same point that makes no sense. Brock Lesnar left and came back to this very same show. What does he want? I, he Listen, it sounds to me like someone's severely jealous of the fact that Brock Lesnar didn't have to fight for the affection of Hunter and Vince. It sounds to me like a jealous dude. And, and let's, That's what let's it sounds to me Phil. like. Okay, CM Punk... You do have balls. You do blaze your own path. You do wait what you want. Wait a minute, wait a minute, stop. That's fine. Stop, stop. You know? Why is he blaze his own path? I am acknowledging that this is his way of doing things. Again, fine. it's very easy when you make a ton of money right. to then dictate your terms afterwards. Of Everybody course. would love to do that. He wasn't going to pull that shit when he first got to the company. And, of course and I'm going to say this. I'm going to make this clear, you and know? you can disagree with me all, you, all you like. Brock Lesnar and Sasha Banks... Are such bigger stars than you are, or ever have been, Phil. I'm nah, not sorry. Sasha. I'll give you Brock. I'm, I'm not going to give you. I, I'm not going to give you Sasha Banks. She's not a bigger star than fucking CM Punk was in during the summer of Punk. No fucking way. I ain't going there. You don't but, think more people know who Sasha Banks is than CM Punk? I think no. I I think overall no. Uh, that's just my opinion. I mean, as far as you know, the impact on the business, no. But Brock Lesnar, yes. Brock Lesnar has had an amazing career in WWE and a very, very long one. 20 years on and off. Okay, he was gone for a while. But since 2014, he's been pretty much around. Okay, here and there, whatever you want to call it. It's an eight-year run. I mean, do the, do the freaking math. Big's boss, Big's boss Fetty in the house? Big, what is up, Boss Fetty? I don't know, dude. I do, I do respect people who say fuck you and do their own thing. That's what he did. I don't disrespect him. I do disrespect him when he's constantly bitching like this. I think it's bullshit. You know? So, I mean, look. We've always gone back and forth on this. I don't think he was wrong when he left. Okay? He was getting fucking... Not getting where he wanted to go. That's what he wanted to do. That's why I gave him his props. That's his right. Right. I agree with you. I think that he was a total bitch. He made a mistake. He should have fucking stayed. No, he shouldn't have. I think he should have. He's exactly where he belongs. 
But He's look, exactly but look what happened to him afterwards. He went to MMA and got knocked around like a fucking punching right. bag. And then he comes to AEW, wins the belt, and he's hurt. Again, we're going to talk about. I don't know, I'm going to man. talk about ownership. It ain't so here. glorious. To I'm going to talk about ownership know. here. Yeah. I'm sorry, Phil. Yeah. If someone didn't like the storylines that you wanted to do, right? Right. Okay. Right. You work for somebody, right. so you're now not, you're working for somebody. You can write your own storylines. Right. Congratulations. Worth, and you're not worth more than the Rock and Cena back when you were so pissed off. So wake up, right? Yeah. I mean, wasn't that the thing he was and, pissed and about? And to our Rock friend and Phil Cena? from Boston yeah. that we always talk with and we love, uh-huh. it doesn't matter where AEW goes. It's the same group of people right. that will cheer right. for everything that goes right. on. They, they've, got, they've actually cornered them, their market in a way. This is what they're going to I'm going to tell you something very funny. Unless they change. They've been getting me very interested you lately know? with some of these matchups, right? I wanted to see Danhausen. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. They first pan out when they have Moxley wrestling, defending his title. Mm-hmm. That crowd looked like there was a million people, and I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And then also when you pan back, Phil, how many does that place even hold? 4,000 people? Where was, I it, was, where in, was this? What was the he name says it was in Worcester. I don't know what the oh, stadium okay. was. Yeah. So, Phil, if you can tell us how many people were in <laughs> well, that stadium. Well, it's not stadium, the Boston it, Garden. That's for no, sure. No, but what I'm trying to say is it Boston looked like Garden. this huge audience, and yeah. it wasn't. So right. then you have Ricky Starks beat Danhausen. Right. And then who comes out? Hey, we got ourselves a new FTW champion. He's 120 pounds of fighting fury. And he ultimate warrior it. I know. Right? Starks is ready for a challenger. Right. And here comes Hook. And you know what the scary part is? The What's music it? comes on, and I have no clue it's Hook. <laughs> I'm like, whose music is this? I don't know. I have no clue. They marked out like crazy, though, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Didn't they? He said 12,000 capacity. Phil, do you not think bad. it was filled at 12,000? Not bad. 12,000 is not a bad crowd. Phil, Phil, I, don't, I don't think it was filled. Phil, be honest. How, how full was it? I really want to know. I mean, what did they did they actually fill the place? I'm just curious. ESO says Danhausen versus Hook, battle of the 120-pounders. Danhausen's already done. He said about 9,000 there maybe. Okay, okay that's fair. That's, that's not cool. a bad crowd. That's, no, that's not, not a bad crowd. Not bad at all. But, again, this almost enhances it. Look, I know that this is not the WWE, so this point may not get through. Right. But as far as today's wrestling and the, the amount of people that watch it, Sasha Banks is not CM Punk. They're just – I don't think that there's as many people even watching as there was 10 years ago. There's less than there was watching 20 years ago. Sure, everybody can watch on their phone. But as far as attendance – Going to live events. Remember when the garden was a hard place to get into? Yeah. Now we could just go. I'm telling you. I mean, sure, there's a lot of different options. I'm telling to watch you, they wrestling, bring Sasha Branks into AEW. It changes the audience. I, I would like to think that you it'll bring get a them, bunch of women. Into they that need audience. more commercially successful people that yes. are now, not then. Yes. Like, like Punk and and. Well, speaking others. of CM Punk, they need younger, his injury is still not looking good. CM Punk says there's no time. For when he's coming back. Right. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? I, you know, well, he's got a lot of time to talk shit in the meantime. Lucky us. We got Punk and his keyboard. So we got plenty of time for that. Dude, you know how much I love CM Punk, but there's a lot you of things. Love. That, Do you love him anymore? I'll, I'll always, part of, he'll always be one of my favorite wrestlers, but he fucking pisses me off. I, I, I think that he's become a real big, fat motor mouth. It's, it's just really frustrating to me. You know, we get it, CM Punk. We get that people were dicks to you over there, but, bro, you are not... They were dicks to you, giving you a million dollars a year. I'm a dick. I'm only talking about his creative bitching, not the obvious that they took great care of him financially. You know, okay, I'm going to challenge you this. You're a good CM Punk guy. I'm going to... So tell me me the great angle CM Punk was in that was so great that he did. I loved CM Punk with Cena. 
I loved when he blew the kiss to Vince. I loved his program with Jericho. I loved his programs with almost anybody he got in the ring with. I found him interesting. But you know what I got loved him? his relationship with Heyman. But you know what got I him lo- angry? I loved him. We I all know they got great. angry when he was was beaten by uh, The Rock. Right. 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 The real thing that Which got him silly, angry was that but they okay. didn't carry on with Straight Edge Society. And See, you don't it. ever mention that. Because that's not to me. And, but to him, that was the biggest problem. Well, wake up, Phil. That wasn't it. That wasn't going to get you anywhere. What got you somewhere was is what you wound up doing between you and Vince. You know? So MJF is still gone as AEW's trying to f- push the agenda. Mm-hmm. Again, from what I understand, MJF was supposed to beat CM Punk for the title mm-hmm. since CM Punk's out. Mm-hmm. They're trying to carry this thing out. But now, as a wrestling fan, I'm starting to get a little annoyed because I feel like they're trying so hard to make us feel like it's real. Right. It feels like it's not real. Right. And so they thoughts blew, on MJF? They blew this. You know, we say it every week. What's going on? You had incredible momentum. You had everybody talking about him. And where is he? What are we doing? You know? And I got to be honest. When I think about this, I get very, very excited that WWE has now lifted, the, you know, the old PG rating. Because a guy like MJF is just going to slap. You know, be careful, folks out there who think that the WWE is not going to change. Phil, I think Phil is way off base. I think that as Triple H continues to do his thing, I think they are going to change somewhat. There is going to be some very edgy shit going on, and I think we're going to see a lot of it. Triple H is an original member of D-Generation X. Edgy enough for you? He's going to do something. He's, he's, it's definitely going to have his fingerprints on it. I loved what he did with NXT, and I'm pretty excited to see what he does with the main program, and I couldn't be happier that it's Triple H and Stephanie. I was so worried that after Vince stepped away, in whatever form he is stepping away, that it wouldn't, the company would be in bad hands. It is not in bad By hands. By the way, Big Boss said he just reminded us, WrestleMania has been announced for 2024, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, nice. Wow, it's be a hot crowd. Philly with the PG rating lifted. Philly. Crazy. Do you understand? I mean, wow. On a lower Do level, it. Billy Corrigan replaces Nick Aldis with Tyrus in the title match for NWA 74. Nick Aldis is no longer the number one contender for the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. Billy Corrigan changed the title match for the NWA 74 uh, for goalpost moving. Uh, I told you I would outthink them all no matter what. This is this is Aldis. No matter what kind of goalpost moving goes on, I'll find a way to win. I'm not, I'm not naive. I know there are forces who don't want to see me as champion again. So at this point, it looks like, all right, we're just playing the angle. Good stuff, right? Okay. Nice try. Mm-hmm. Corrigan, in response, he appeared on Busted Rope and Radio with our friend... Uh, What's we have friends on Busted Open Radio? No, not you really. liar. What are you talking about? Um, talking about removing Aldis from the match. Good news is the growth of NWA and the resurgence of NWA in the modern era is bringing pressure inside the locker room. Everybody's jousting for position, position as they should be, but in the case of Nick Aldis, yes, the number one contender for the NWA Heavyweight Championship against Trevor Murdoch in St. Louis. I've dealt with this man for over four years, and for every ounce of politicking, to see you see publicly, there's about ten minutes worse behind the scenes. So what is this? Another, Thoughts on this? What is this? Another let's fight with the owner. This is another let's fight with the owner angle, right? I'm mad at the owner, and the owner's mad at me. What is what is the end result of this going to be? And by the way, this really 
Well, it goes on further. We'll talk about it. But Ugh. at this point, it looked like something, you know, again, a work mm-hmm. turning into a shoot, mm-hmm. which is being so poorly done yeah. that it just doesn't even become anything. You don't even want right. to, you don't care about it. Right. Well, this is what eats at me, and I can't believe that nobody can see this. When you're a smaller company, when you're not an AEW even, you know, when you're a smaller company, when you're, you know, whatever TNA is right now or the NWA is right now, how do you not know that the only way that you're going to get your promotion, if you're that small, on the map is, is to create and raise your own stars. Do you hear what this little company has put together? We've got Magnus versus Trevor Murdoch. Was it Trevor Murdoch, Garrison Cade? Trevor Murdoch from like 2006 or yeah. seven? Right. I just want to make sure. Right. Okay. And who's the third party here? Trevor. Tyrus. Dickelis, and Tyrus. Is he going to do the dinosaur? What was that? Was that like 12 years ago? He hated that, by the way. I don't blame him. I liked it. I, by the way, I think he's a great interview, so if he ever wants to come on, that's cool. But my God, you know, I mean, what are we, how the F do you not go back and realize that ECW was a bunch of dudes that nobody had ever heard of, Sandman, Sabu, don't, and don't tell me everybody heard of them. Nobody heard of them back in those days. They were forging a path. Paul was creating new effing stars to grow his little promotion, and look what happened. Ring of Honor was the same way. 2005, here's Ring of Honor. Brian Danielson, who's that? Oh, check him out, he's pretty good. CM Punk, who's that? Oh, check him out, he's pretty good. You know, it's funny. Samoa Joe, who's funny. that? Check him out, he's pretty it's funny good. You brought... What are you doing, NWA? This is not going to get you where you want to go. It's good that you brought that up. So here's, a, here's a point. Well, okay. Yeah. I'm going to disagree with you on this one point, oh, right? Okay. AEW tried to build. They had to get a Jericho in there to get the. the that name was out smart. There. That's different. Nick Aldis. They're a bigger company with Nick bigger Aldis, cash flow. Nick Aldis is that lower level Chris Jericho, I guess. I don't see it. But not, interesting point. He's to, fine. To your but, point, with agreeing with you is yeah. I was listening to Road Dog today on an interview. Yeah. And someone brought up the Wednesday Night Wars that supposedly happened, which people seem to make up. <laughs> if you say so. And he said, okay. and, and this is what I've always felt, he goes, mm-hmm. we weren't competing with them. No. And it's honestly, how could we compete with them? Right. We were building stars. Right. Johnny Gargano. Right. Adam Cole. Right. They already had Moxley, Jericho. Yeah. How can you win right. that war? No, you can't. And on top of it, they had what NXT had done a few years earlier by grabbing a Nakamura, or they had Kenny Omega. They had the top indie guys, is yeah, what I'm sure, saying. Right. They grabbed Kenny Omega. They grabbed the Young Bucks. They grabbed your favorite, the Cowboy, Adam Page. These guys were all big-time independent guys. So they had them. But again, they you NXT know? was building Bianca Belair, right. who now is this huge, huge right. star, right? right? I mean, this is pretty... Right. Dude, I'll take one... Theory. Theory's a perfect example. Theory's great. I'll take one Braun Breaker... Over everything I basically see in, I, in AEW. Uh, am I strange? I can't wait for Braun Breaker to be fully developed and come up and win the world title. This guy's a, that's a wrestler, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a wrestler. I'll take one Braun. Look at Braun Breaker, Austin Theory. You know what's funny? A whole decade's gone by, and not once did I ever hear anybody go, wow, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, John Moxley. Mm. Hell of a crop Vince grew there. Yeah, right. You never fucking hear a word. No, oh, no. Vince doesn't develop talent. Where the, what are you looking at, people? Did you miss something? You're right. It's just hilarious. I mean, very quietly, the <laughs> the the poster boy for the style that they all love today, Dolph Ziggler. Who grew him? 
He's a career guy. He's never going to come to AEW. He's going to stay with Vince right till the You're end. Right. I mean, come on, man. Don't tell me that they haven't been growing amazing wrestlers over the years. They have. All, All right, right, so I Nick Al- Nick Aldis res- responds back. He gave money during the he gave money back during the pandemic to help others. Okay. I gave money back from my salary so he could help keep other guys whole. Okay. I said, "I'm okay. I'm good. Help try to keep these some of these guys whole." I'm not sure at what point I was politicking. What I've always done, regardless where I worked, mm-hmm. is I've done everything I can for the people paying me. Mm. No amount of money in the world buys you the privilege to disrespect me. Wow, that sure sounds and feels genuine. It does. It does. It but does. why would you bring this up unless this is a work? You well, can't, let's you say, can't talk let's that say way it's not a work. Let's take this statement then in a Billy whole. Then Billy Corgan's going to get rid of him. Period. But, but, I, you think he's going to take Take this statement in a whole, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gave money back. Right. Well, why'd you give money back? Because, Nick, you can't work anywhere else. You could claim you want to work somewhere else. Right. No one wants you. Right. So you need other people to stay because right. if they don't, right. you don't make any more money. There's only been one place, in my opinion, where Nick Aldis was truly effective and where he could truly call it home was when he was TNA, when he was in TNA. Everywhere was else, he effective? In TNA, I felt he was at one point. I think they actually maxed out when they had him in a suit and he was a bad guy and he was doing his thing. I thought he came across very well. But again, this is only TNA success. So it is what it is, you know. He goes on to to talk about his loyalty to the NWA. Mm -hmm. In 2019, I was given the opportunity to jump on the train with Tony Khan. Tony was very gracious to me. He gave me a phone call and we had a good conversation. Out of loyalty and gratitude, I decided to stay. I guess the train doesn't stop twice. Now that I look back, who knows? That gets thrown back in my face for what? Interesting. I think that, honestly, and I think you'll agree, I think Nick Aldis made a big mistake if he said no to Tony Khan. What the, what are you thinking? You're going to stay loyal to I don't. NW? I don't believe, I, I believe they had a conversation, and right. I believe that it was going nowhere. Probably. He probably wanted to know, where am I going to go in your company? Well, you're probably going to fall to the... You know, the Moxleys of the world and the Jerichos of the world. And he probably said, you know what? I'd rather be this big big... fish, right, right? in this stupid little NWA pond, right? Right, and and to be honest, I think if all this had ever worked for Vince over his entire career, if he ever had, I think his max would have been a U.S. champion or something. Yeah, you say that. I, I don't even see this guy. I've never Dude, been he's, a fan. He's got a tremendous build. Yeah, you can't and, say and, that. And you know what? The whole suit thing I like doesn't that. work okay. for me. I okay, it. it never did. Gotcha. His accent didn't work for me. You know, he, he just was part of the main event mafia. Are you sure that suit doesn't work at all? Uh, it didn't work for me. Even well, back then. And I like the main event mafia. He was part of it. I understand. I uh, get wasn't it. that Joe Angle, him, and uh, who? I'm missing it somebody. Was there we go. There was a bunch of them, right? Again, that was awesome. Nick Aldis is like a that. secondary thought. He is he's below a Christian, in my opinion. I agree. How about them apples? Yeah, so there you go. So if Christian can't make it. Christian's actually Captain Charisma compared to Nick. Very interesting. Actually, Jungle Boy made a really true statement. And I will give AEW a little credit that they're allowing their guys to say what they really feel. Because you know it's real. He said, Christian, you've never been more relevant in your career than you are right now. Very interesting. And that is fact. That's very interesting. As far as his individual career, yes. But do I think it outshines his TLC moments? Back when they That's were... wrestling moments. Right. But, but when you thought about TLC, you didn't go, right. Christian. No, not at you all. You thought about Dudley. That's you right. You thought about Edge. Yeah, I did. Christian was always... Jeff. Jeff. Right. Matt. A little Matt. Right. More Jeff. Not a lot of Christian. I agree. I agree. 
Didn't Edge and Christian always win those matches, though? They did. <laughs> they did. They did. They did. They, they did. sure did. They did. They did. Much they did. to my Dudley boy dismay. So oh, my well. whole point about this, guys, out there is I'm getting tired of let's make everybody believe this is a shoot when it's right. clearly a yeah. work and it's annoying me. Yeah, so it's just bullshit. It's like you're overdoing it at this point. Yep. You know, yep. keep your little quips yeah. and your funny little lines and it's good. But keep it there. I just don't like. To, uh, and and what, where did he say this, by the way? Was this on a tweet or something? He was on Busted Open Radio. Oh, so first, Corrigan was on Busted Open, was on Busted okay. Open Radio. Eh, whatever. And you know, it's it's always an epic fail when you bring Dave Lagreca into it. So as much as people might like Busted Open Radio, Dave Lagreca could never be a wrestler. He could never be in wrestling because he's a terrible actor. As is. Dry as paint, Tommy Dreamer. That's why Tommy Dreamer has always been a nothing. Because that guy can't, couldn't convince you that it was snowing out if it was snowing out. You didn't feel for him in ECW? <laughs> Hit him again. <laughs> I the guy, don't know, dude. Listen, dude. The guy, I don't listen, know. being a wrestler, a wrestler doesn't mean you're good at your mic skill. Like, we're going to do... We're going to come yeah, back I after the commercial break. Barry Windham against yeah. Bret Hart, which is oh, pretty going to be very tough to I, decide. This but is nuts. My point is, is that okay. when you get these guys involved and they're trying to get it over the top for you, mm-hmm. they're failing. Yeah, they're failing all the way around. Yeah, this is not drawing interest. Yeah. The Corrigan Nick Aldis feud is not making me want to go buy a pay per view in St. Louis. No, I could care less. I mean, but they, but again, like I said earlier, these guys are all. Recasts from whatever. The, grow your own stars, please. How about that? Grow your own stars. You're this little thing. Grow your own stars. Well, when you Give make, yourself, when you make Trevor Murdoch your champion, what are you? What are when you, you make doing? Trevor Murdoch your champion, you're out of options. That's yeah, clear. what are you doing? I don't. I so don't get why it is all. Aldis not the champion? Maybe Aldis doesn't really want to be the champion. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. And Zack Ryder, what's his real name? I keep forgetting. Are you, why do you do this to me? I because know, right I, now he's woo-woo. Yeah, right. You know So it. you brought Zack Ryder in, and he didn't make it out. Is it Cardona? Yeah, Max, Matt Cardona. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, okay. You bring Matt Cardona and Zack Ryder in, you made no difference. None, that didn't work none, for you either. None. That's why you put the belt back on Murdoch, because guess what? I bet you Murdoch does it for free. Right. I'm almost willing right. to bet that Murdoch wrestles for the NWA for free. Right. Is that a possibility? I think it's a possibility. Maybe for, for beer. I don't even think. He doesn't even get beer? Like Blue Moon? I'm being 100%. I'm being 100%. I saw am I. Do you I'm think, paying with beer. Do you think he's working for free? I would if I were him. Yeah. You, you would? Yeah, I would if I were him. Why not? I mean, what are they selling out? Comac High? I mean, They're not selling out anybody. That's what I'm saying. Billy Corgan has not known what to do with a wrestling product for years now. Can we just call it? You don't know what you're doing, Billy. Go write another song because you're pretty good at those. Wait, Roy's a little upset. Roy Batiste out there. And oh, I no. want you to I respond did not mean to, to do it. This, okay. Roy. What did I do? Well, first, let's start with Rally. Rally says Nick Aldis, curtain jerker. Okay. okay. Now, Roy's upset. And, Roy, look, we always love your opinion yeah, and everybody's what, opinion, what but we're going to answer. Go ahead. Christian was NWA world champion as well as WWE world okay. champion. And? Let's show the man a little respect. I do. I think Christian's just fine for what he is. Well, wait a minute. Let's call I don't, like it I is. don't listen. They gave him the WWE world championship as like, hey, we owe you something. Sure. So let's give you that stupid. Right. WCW belt that was right. floating around. It wasn't for a like while. the public was screaming for him to be champion. No, okay. that was a giveaway, man. Yeah, Roy, with yeah. all due respect, yeah. he might be a great wrestler or whatever I think else. He is. He's not I think a guy that's. Roy, you got to answer the question. 
Christian is main eventing against Jungle Boy in your town. Are you running to go see it? But better if yet, you are, better yet, then I'm wrong. Well, how about this? Better yet, Roy, you now own your own company, and on your roster, you are fortunate enough to have Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle. And a, are you really pushing him? Is that what you're going to do? I don't. I don't think you're doing that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think you're doing that. So, you know, Chris there's Lee, a pecking order, I Chris guess. Lee says everywhere you go. Great to see last week. Seventeen point eight subscribers now to eighteen point five. Yeah, what happened? Yes. Thank you, sir. Tommy Rich and Ronnie Garvin, I think, might have happened. That's very nice. And EC3. Right. It'd be nice if it you was didn't just that, us. You didn't have that video that you caught me doing a moon or anything like that. No, that I would have cost the subscribers. That, no, I don't know about that. Uh, okay. But, yeah, Chris, thank you for bringing that up, and thank you, everybody, for the big support there, uh, totally. And, and, Roy, I hear you. Christian's awesome, but, you know, I mean, this is where he falls in my mind. Big, big Boss Fetty says... Tony Khan killed the shoot angle. Everybody knows it's all work, and now he's embarrassed the business by exposing it. Uh, so Tony Khan is—I don't know, man. I'm not—I'm not big on Tony Khan, obviously. He's—he's he's just a fan. I mean, Jason I don't says know. Nick Aldis in a suit isn't bad in itself. Yeah, yeah. It's the fact that he's wearing the suit that looks straight out of 1985. You know what? That's a really good point. <laughs> And again, I didn't think about that. You know what I'm going to. What about the shoes? Are they like 1988? I, what are but, we talking No, I want to say this to Jason, though. This, is, this is pretty important, Jason, is that it seems very worked. Like, very. Mm. Like, I need an angle. I right. need to make myself big. That's a good idea. Put on a Ric Flair suit. That's going to get you over. I think I will. Right. You know right. what he should have did? He should have beat up Mickey James on a constant basis. That would be. Maybe uh, he should have. Been just evil as, as can be, and, and have Roy, Mickey as his hey, evil valet. Roy what says been so he wrong sees with that. Roy says he sees our point about Christian. There you go, Roy. I'm go not ahead. a Christian hater. He's Christian. I'm not either. Like but the Miz I've always is the Miz. Felt... Christian's Christian. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And I've always felt Edge was greater than Christian. That's just my opinion. I mean, I, Edge, Edge seems to have so much more it factor to me. But Christian's definitely doing a good job right now. There's no doubt about it. And guess right. what? He said, AEW, uh, Big Boss said, he says, AEW triggered an extension clause for the next two years for Christian Cage. Right. He's now signed okay. through 2024. Well, he should. Right. That's fine. I'm sure. But sooner That's or later, fine. you're going to run out of the nasty, over-the-top comments because right. what are you going to say next? Right. right. And on top of it, though, again, where is their Goldberg? There is, where, none. There is none. Where is their Stone Cold? Their rock, their undertaker. Where is their original main event? What is up, 802? What is up? Where is their great, great main event selling Kabillion t-shirts original creation? There is none. We'll be right back to this commercial break where we're going head-to-head. And I'm sorry, guys. I forgot to do the intro video. You want me to do it? I could, I could do Michael break. Buffer. I could Absolutely. give it a shot. Absolutely, when we go to off a break. I'll give it a shot. We were putting up a very challenging Matt, I don't know where we're going uh, with this This is one. crazy, Brett dude. the Hitman Hart against Barry who's Windham. one of my top Barry ten favorites. Barry Windham. We'll oh, be right man. back. This is going to be rough.
tired of that same old, same old breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Same old tasting scrambled eggs, burger, that dinner steak, ribs, or pork chops. Why not add a little bit of spice or just a touch of heat to make the difference? Change that scrambled egg with a little bit of Johnny Fabulous's John Cena Sr.'s Million Dollar Jalapeno Hot Sauce. Great on burgers, steaks, chops, and those barbecued ribs. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine... New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. We're bringing you back to head to head without a video. Ladies and gentlemen, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching at home, let's get ready to rumble! Pretty good. Thank you. I tried. Pretty good. Head-to-head, baby. All right, head-to-head. All right. Explain the rules to who doesn't know what the head-to-head rules are, brother. I will try. I don't know why I have to try to always memorize this. I'll give it a shot. Uh, Let's go with, uh, there's five categories, by the way. We put uh, two greats head-to-head to to see who wins. Uh, The first category is mic skills. Basically, uh, can you talk to me or are you going to put me to sleep? Right? Let's let's just go with that. Those are the mic skills. We got Matt skills. Uh, are you Bob Backlund, or are you Giant Gonzalez? Ow. Giant Gonzalez is a good wrestler. <laughs> you had a lot of beer that night, huh? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. All right. Then we've got uh, my favorite, the back of the baseball card. Uh, obviously, that's your resume. Uh, what have you done with your career? You got lots of straps. Can we call them belts now that Vince is retired? Yeah, no. We can't. No. But we liked that term. Why can't we? All right. We'll get into that later. Okay. Then we've got the it factor. I always uh, say, are you uh, Terry Belayer or are you... Uh... Oh, man. Why do I always stress to find someone who's totally boring? It should be simple for me. All right. Let's, but it's not. Let's call it... Um, it's, it's not. It factor. Yeah. Who's, who's really boring? Magnus. <laughs> There you go. Well done. Wow. Okay. There so you go. You got the it factor and the shit factor. All right. And then we've got the final category, the impact on the business, where CM Punk's mouth seems to make more impact than anything he did in his career. What do you think? That's very that good. good. All right. A few so, fans have weighed in. Jimmy Finger yeah. says no contest. Bret Hart all day long, six days a week, I three times that. on Sunday. I could talk. ESO that. says let's go, Barry. I can see. I can see Barry loyalist Jay too. Will, this Jay, is rough. Eight oh two. Barry was good in the ring. He was. So this should be very close. This is going to be very interesting. ESO says it factor bright. Well, we're going to go at it. So what's the first category? All right. What do you want to do? Mike skills first. Let's go with Mike skills. Okay. Well, this is one that Brett doesn't normally win. Well, we haven't. You're you're giving it already. I'm already giving it to Brett. Wow. How could I not? Barry never talked too much, and Brett did. I got to give it to Brett. It's almost like by default. And I say that this is something normally Brett doesn't win. Because if you're putting Brett up against a lot of the other guys from his generation, I don't think he's winning a Mike Skills battle. I'm going to go Mike Skills, Bret Hart. I agree. A mess is saying Bret Hart. Yeah, I completely agree. Next up. Boy, I got a bad feeling for Barry during this. This is rough. Matt Skills. 
There is no way. I, ah, this, this is very, listen, very close. Listen, listen Barry close. Windham is obviously top shelf. Obviously a top shelf wrestler. But we are talking about the master. The best there is. The best, best there was. best there ever will be. The excellence of execution. There's no way. I'm sorry. It's, oh, it's Brett, Brett, I Brett. This. I know you hate this, but you did this to yourself. And you didn't even ask me what I thought about it. So now you have to deal with it. Bret Hart, two uh, up. Of course. Wow. It's not going to get. It's not going to get better, Mike. The What's next? back of the baseball card. Mm. It's, it's Brett. Wow. It's, it's not even close. It's not even close. It's not even close. Wow. On paper, it's I Brett. thought this was very no. close. Even eight hundred two blue said my, this is going to be close. My heart. But it's not close. When I saw this on the script, what a fag! My heart genuinely dropped for Barry because I know how much you love him. And I yeah. saw this. I was like, Barry's going to get housed. Wow, worth it's already back over already. Well, Brett's is already going to be a clean sweep. What's next? Okay, the impact on the industry. Brett Hart. Brett Hart. I, uh, sorry. You're right. <laughs> I, what am I going to say? <laughs> what am I going to say? You know, and, and this one, too, pains me, too. It Factor, the hitman. He's the hitman. The music just hit. Stop. The goals. Wow. It's Brett. It's Brett. We have, I don't know if we've ever had one, but I think we have a clean sweep, in my opinion, if you agree this with me. This is a clean, this is a, a clean, clean sweep, sweep, man. It's just the excellence of execution. The great, great, great hitman, Bret Hart, uh, wins against one of the most beloved, solid, all-around pro wrestling legends, Barry Windham. That's rough, man. That one hurt. I'm in pain right now. Uh, uh, you know what? <laughs> going into actually... this, I said this is going to be so tight, and this was this was a friggin' this is... ass kicking. Well, it goes to show once again why Bret Hart is the face of his of his time period. Where and, does you know... Bret Hart rank oh, in my... the greatest wrestlers of all time? Uh, well, you got to look at it now. Mm. You got a list. Yeah. You got a list. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, we're going to do it this way. Go ahead. Because this ended so fast, guys, I was unprepared. Because yeah. it all became not even a conversation. Every no. time Farrah said Bret Hart, I go, how can I even argue? No. Not, not there was no argument. No, not in this particular So I'm going to go this matchup. way. Where does Bret Hart rank? Mm. Bruno Sammartino, Bret Hart. <sighs> what are you doing to me? Mike Skills, Bret. Matt Skills, Bret. Back of the base. Don't go that far. We got more to go. Just okay. Bruno or Brett? Brett. Okay. Ow. Ow. Scott Hall or Brett? Brett. I'm thinking. The Bruno guys. one hurt. I'm thinking. Because the back of the baseball card, no one's going to touch that. That those reins. Undertaker or Brett? Undertaker. Really? Yes. And not by judging. Wait a minute. By... Hold on. Yeah. Matt Skills. I thought we're not going to go through the whole thing. But no, but this back I'm disagreeing the ba- with back you Back of the right baseball now. card taker. Impact on the Wait industry. Wait a minute. Slow down. Slow down. What? Slow down. Matt Skills. Brett. Brett's Mike, not losing Mike anybody. Mike Skills. Brett. Unfortunately. Yeah, okay, fine. Yes, that's okay, fine. two. Okay. Back of the baseball card. Taker. That's a draw. No, it's not. Oh. Not with the WrestleMania streak, it's not. You have to factor in the WrestleMania streak. Dude. Right, 21 I'll give you back in a baseball card. Okay. It factor. You're going to tell Taker. me Bret Hart has one. No, he doesn't, right? Taker. Impact on the industry? Impact on Careful. the industry. Careful. Not sure. Careful. That one's close. All right, let's call it a draw. That's a draw. Well, I'll feel better. Okay, that's fine. But I fine. still think Taker would win that one. If, if I, I had force. to put money down, yes, but I'm calling that a draw. This is great. Who else right. you got? Hulk Hogan. Hogan. 
Not everything can go by back in a baseball court. It's almost like taking two great albums, Zeppelin 1 and 2, and doing track by track. But then when you look at the album Gotta as a whole... This. Hold on. Hold so one's better than the other. Matt Skills. Oh, what? They would Bret Hart stop it. Okay. Mike M- Skills. Hogan. Okay. Back in a baseball court. Hogan. It Factor. Hogan. Impact on the industry. Hogan. Hogan just kicked Agreed. the shit out of Bret Hart. That, and should, Sorry, should purists, but you got to be fair. Flair, Rick Flair or Bret Hart? Wow. Mike Skills, Rick. Matt Skills, Brett. Back of the baseball card, Rick. Impact on the industry, Rick. It Factor, Rick. No, I All don't right, go impact on the industry. How about It Factor? Rick still wins 3-2. to two. Give you that. Okay, fair. Okay. So wow, Brett this is, is awesome, guys. Write in some Brett, suggestions. Brett's falling to three. Brett's falling to three. Brett's one of the greats. Brett versus the Brett Rock. Brett Hart, John Cena. Brett versus John Cena. Okay, Mike Skills, John. Forget that. Just give me it. Give me I have to break it down. I can't be. I think I would have to lean towards as far as John. Okay. Stone Cold, Bret Hart. Stone. Rock, Bret Hart. Rock. Sean, Bret Hart. <laughs> Sean. Yeah, me too. Damn. But Bret Hart's in your top ten. Of course he is. He's Where he be. never lied before. I put him above Bruno. I mean, not, not in the back of the baseball card, obviously. RJ, we said we're giving Austin. Yeah. Given Austin. Austin. Yeah. Flair, you know what, though? Brett Jericho. Brett. I agree. But I don't know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's I don't know. Jericho's got quite the, Jericho's quite the story. Yeah, it's All right, so real there. quick, we're almost out of time. Yeah. Uh, we got about awesome. five minutes. We've okay. got Marty Janetti coming in next Thursday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marty's going to be on the couch. Where on the second half, I'll be leaving the dais. Farrow will sit with Marty Janetti where people oh, yeah. have scheduled themselves. I do have one more slot open. Um, I've got refilled it's only half an hour and you got your questions it'll be yeah. a conversation so it's not like we have 10 people someone get up on so that we slot. have one more slot open yeah, grab that questions grab it you so the people out there watching won't ask the same questions okay let's talk about what we want to talk to marty about go ahead what do we want to talk to yes. marty about so they could come up with their own questions well i thought we were going to basically talk weren't we going to try to like you know by the way roy says taker was never the number one guy for vince he was just a very loyal as far as years served uh that's that's interesting but when you think about it there were several wrestlemanias as that streak was getting higher where his streak was the focus of wrestlemania so i'm not so sure that uh he wasn't the focus of the company or the number one face. I think at certain points, the beauty of Taker is, is that certain points of his career, he, he kind of was, and then he would, you know, lay back, but he'd be back again. All right, you so know? back to Genetti. The streak kind of, Back you know. to Genetti. We want to speak to him about the passing of Dan Marotti, right? Right. We got that. We want to speak to him about the passing of Butcher Blackwell. Yes, we got that. We want to get a little deeper with Marty, and we really want to get the question, Sean. did him being... The second fiddle to Shawn Michaels derail him both on a personal and professional level. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the direction. Was there anything else? Because I think that's the the basics that we had talked about. That leaves plenty for the people to ask. It does leave plenty for the people. So, So guys, get your questions out there. Think about what you want to ask. and uh, maybe know. perhaps what if though, Mike? What if they want to weigh in also on the Marty Sean thing? They they may want to enhance. You may want. What, you may want. They may, may want to enhance what question. we're getting at. And again, you know if we I mean? ask a question so, about Dan Marotti, it doesn't mean you can ask a question. So Phil, if you want to yeah, say, hey, of course, what did Dan Marotti mean to you? Sure. I think that's. I think that's, that's more that's, than a fair enough that's, question. That's great. You know what I'm saying? Hey, of, of course, Phil. Of course. Yeah. Um, 
you know, sure. Jimmy Finger says, is Marty going to be sober? If not, you will huh. not get a thing out of him. If he's sober. <laughs> like, we have, we, like we don't know that? <laughs> if he's sober. What a revelation. Gonna, listen, we got a pretty decent relationship with Marty. We do. We've had, I've had many conversations with him when he hasn't Marty's had problems. Cool. And Marty's cool, man. You know what? There's nothing to get out of him. I mean, he had a close right. relationship with Dan Marotti. Right. He should share his right. thoughts about Dan and Marotti. And when has Marty ever been and guarded? The, and the, he always and, tells and us what he's thinking. And the Boston wrestling fans. Sure. Right? Sure. Sure. And he always tells us what now, he's thinking. Now, the question is, will he yeah. will he open up about the Shawn Michaels thing? I'm not sure. I and maybe know. there isn't a problem there. I personally right. think there is. I think it's fucked him up. That's just personal. How could it not fuck him up? Let me he think was of, fantastic. And then Shawn just shot past him and forgot about him. That cannot be cool. No fucking way, you know? Mm. I mean, would I say this to him live on the air? Yeah, probably. We rolled around on the floor. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. You know what I mean? Probably. I mean, I feel, sometimes I feel frustrated for Marty. He deserved better. He was better than what he got in the end. You loved it when he returned and won the Intercontinental, right? Yes, I was. I mean, how cool was that? Phil says, I was the only one there the night of the blowout between Dan, Dan and MJ. It was really? quite nice. You know, Phil, you got to write us on a page. I want to know one thing because Marty called Damn. me after that, and that's actually what started the Thursday right. Night Wars right. between us and Boston Wrestling. Right. Marty had called me, and he said he had mentioned us, and mm-hmm. that triggered the fight. I don't know if it's true or not, Yeah. and I've always tried to get hold of that tape, but, Phil, if you could share what started with uh, that our name was brought up and then that happened. Yeah, whole because thing that, you brought it to me. Right. After that, you were like, this guy's calling us the F bomb and shit. I was like, who's this guy? Oy, very but anyway, if you could write us bizarre. and give us a little rundown of what happened yes, there. Yes, please. And Phil. you know what? It, it would be an interesting story, Phil. We might have to, when you talk to Marty, bring that up and talk about that night because, you know what? A lot of people didn't get to see that and then, yeah. you know, it was quickly taken off the air. Of so. course. Anyway, course. we want to thank you for joining us on Thursdays. Yes, sir. It's our honor. This is Mike Monty. This is the Pharaoh. Thank you, as always, for uh, letting us come into your living room. Am I as big as Tony Atlas? Dude, you're pretty damn large. Am I bigger than Tony? I'm Close to Tony Atlas, maybe. Just a little bit. Yeah, check this out. Boop. What do you think? String bean power. Enjoy enjoy SummerSlam. You've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh, and until next week, later.